This is Y'all, y'all heard. heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. And this is a podcast where two friends pour water, uh, like knowledge no. water, no, down your mouth. No, <laughs> you should have said the waters of knowledge, not knowledge water. <laughs> one sounds elegant, one sounds sloppy and weird. So that you can be quenched with um your your thirst can be quenched <laughs> by by uh uh things that we think are interesting <laughs> <laughs> we pour and friendship <laughs> the waters of wisdom down your thirsty gullet thirsting for knowledge that was oh wait never mind okay okay we we pour the Waters of knowledge down your gullet so that you can take a well-informed pee later. Oh, nice. (laughs) I was going to say, you see what I did there? Pee lays down a foundation and I tweak it. That's what one of my jobs are. But am I even allowed to say what I do in one of my jobs? I don't know. (laughs) I didn't say who it's for, right? So that's legal. Right, right. Right? Okay. In other words... We tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. P, how are you? I'm all right. This past week, I made... Now, this sounds revolutionary to me, but it might not be to others. But I made peanut butter Rice Krispie Treats. Mm-hmm. Those are delicious. Okay. I'd never had them. What? So I made them and I ate them. Whoa. Did you not even know they existed? Were you no. like just pondering? You were like, what? Yeah, there was a part of me that was like, hey, here's an idea, Pete. <laughs> Wait, you just thought you made them up? For like a moment until I Googled and then found a <laughs> recipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're great, though. Yeah. And then I put chocolate chips on top. And I thought, Whoa. how am I going cho- to melt these chocolate chips? So I put them in the oven and I turned on the broiler. <laughs> Oh, did you get really, really browned rice, rice krispie treats? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you know how a broiler works? I do. They were in there for like two minutes. Yeah, broilers are supposed to work mega fast. Yeah, I know. Okay. I also Next put up shelves in my bathroom. <laughs> what did you say? I also put up shelves in my bathroom. Okay, at least that went okay, right? As so far, so good. All right. How about you, Marissa? Well, as I was how are you doing before an hour ago? <laughs> before an hour ago, I was neutral, but yeah, I did just try to run uphill, and I'm more out of shape than you would think. Looking at me, like really out of shape. Not that I look like I'm in shape, but I don't look like I'm struggling. <laughs> and as I said, I have one of those Tempur-Pedic beds with like a motor and it like goes up and down. I'm only able to be up because the bed is propping me up. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> come on, wait, I gotta get myself together. Let me slap myself. I feel like I, I sound lethargic. Okay, sit up. 
I actually, after I ran, I think I kept saying, that's no good, that's no good, over and over again. <laughs> I would think that takes more energy, but my body, by default, wanted to keep saying that over and over again. <laughs> I just kept chanting it, like, this is no good, this is no good. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say that I'm you, okay today. You're going to have an exhausting wedding day. <laughs> I know, man. It's going to be real You're gonna bad. You're going to be sleeping on the table in the front. Oh, Aaron's going to be dancing his heart out. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've tried to go dance with Aaron a bit, and I, like, I last a few, a few, a few songs. I think I've told, I've told Pete, I think I've told people on the podcast that there are mysterious things I can consume that could destroy my body, and I still haven't brought it down to a science. But, um... I've been trying to wean myself. Oh my god, your, your wedding cake could like smash you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to see how, I know I have problem with sugar, but I'm trying to see like what my threshold is with natural sugars. And I think I've been failing lately and I've been mm. very lethargic lately. Also, I drank only two glasses of wine yesterday, but you would think I was blasted off of my fucking mind. Also, I will say, yesterday, I, I don't, I at least learned my lesson. When I feel tipsy, I don't go to bed till I feel like I'm hydrated enough. And I was like, I need something to keep me company while I hydrate. Uh, for some reason, I thought I should keep myself company with the Jared Fogel documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about that at all? I didn't know there was one. And I was really curious as to what it meant to keep you company. <laughs> I just bet I watched it the whole time until I was done. Um, yeah, that's on Discovery Plus, which I just want you to know, because if you watch Discovery Plus, that should just, like, give you a hint of, like, the tone of it. Yeah. I, I will say... It, Why isn't TMZ on Discovery Plus? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I will just say, I would recommend the Jared Fogel documentary, not because... There is anything enjoyable about hearing the horrible things he did, which are slightly worse than I realized because I think I forgot. But to also learn how the FBI ruins people's lives, <laughs> because the whole reason like anyone even knew about Jared Fogel, like why he was on the radar initially was because this lady decided like he said something inappropriate to her and she was like, oh, I think there's more here. And she decided to do her own like personal investigation Mm-hmm. Not realizing her methods were illegal because, like, you can't record people without their knowledge in every country, in every state. And she just told the FBI, like, I think I got something here. And they were like, you don't have enough. Now you need to go undercover. And she was like, I don't want to. And they're like, oh, what you did was illegal. If you don't, we're going to arrest you. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they basically destroyed her whole life. So it's fascinating. It's half Jared Vogel, half how they ruined this whole lady's life. So... It was very interesting. I recommend that. Though I wouldn't go as far as to put it in the plug section, because it's really <laughs> gross. Listener mail. Okay, so this is going to be uh, Cassie's message from a couple weeks ago. I guess okay. a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, about my birthday. But not my message about hey, my hey. birthday? Well, no, I... Just wondering. I know who's who's. I don't know the words. Who's just shut up and be here? tired for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey. 
Um, just want to say happy birthday to Pete. It is so crazy that you're turning 29 again this year. Good Ooh. for you. I guess I have a funny little antidote. Maybe you'll get a kick out of it. I don't know. Yesterday, I was telling John something, talking about something I remember. And he goes, oh, well, that's news to me. And I was like, oh, well, now you heard. And he goes, <laughs> well, that reminds me of my favorite podcast, Y'all Heard, with Pete Davidson and Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, maybe that made you laugh. I don't know. But happy birthday. Hope you did something fun. Yeah. Makes me laugh because I'm fine being compared to Marissa Tomei. I don't yeah, think he no. wants to be grouped in with Pete Davidson. I I was like, so I must be the Marissa Tomei of the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, for a moment I was like, I mean, who wouldn't want to... I mean, I love Marissa Tomei. She's a Hispanic icon. I was like, she's not Hispanic. She just has a New York <laughs> accent and my cousin Vinny, which therefore made me think she was New Yorican. So there were so many steps removed. Yeah, Marissa Tomei just has the same name as me. She's not Hispanic. <laughs> well, it's not even spelled the same. Uh, <clears throat> so, thank thanks, Cassie. Um, we need better Pete representation out there. Uh, um, I guess, what's a better Pete? Pete Holmes and Peter Cottontail. Yeah, I guess I'll take Peter Cottontail. <laughs> you don't like Pete Holmes? I thought you liked him. No, he's not bad, but I think like I think I'd prefer Peter Cottontail. How about especially in those movies? Oh my god, those animated movies! What? Oh, I don't he's such that. a rascal! Is that a thing? I don't want a Peter Cottontail movie. Oh well, this is Peter the Rabbit. Oh, okay. I assume they were the same, but maybe they're not. I was going to say, what about Pietro? And then I was like, you moron! That's not even a real character. That's a fake character in the Marvel universe. <laughs> So, (laughs) yeah. Before you move on, I was just going to say, although it wasn't like an official podcast um, submission, Juan sent me TikTok Winnie the Pooh content. Mm -hmm. And he's like, send this to Aaron. And I was going to ask, I don't, do I talk about how Aaron likes Winnie the Pooh on here? Or maybe I told Juan directly. I think you've mentioned it on here before. Okay. Because I was just like, I thought that was funny if I'm mentioning enough that I got Winnie the Pooh content. But I don't know what I say, what I dream. And we don't know what episodes Juan listens to or like where he's at in our canon at this point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Talk for a little bit longer so I can rest. Okay, we also got an email from a listener named Eric Agby. I'm sorry, this is, I don't recall, did I know this? No. Whoa. It says, I am Eric Agby, a senior executive internal auditor with one of the well-known leading banks here. I do have an investment business proposal. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) That will be profitable to both parties. Do let me know if you're interested. Sincerely, Mr. Eric Agby, senior executive internal auditor. I say we... There are only two periods in this email, and one of them is after, like, at the very end of the email, after his title. (laughs) I mean, I think you have to reach out to him just for the sake of content. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so boring. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, Marissa, uh, today's icebreaker is, uh, I, I like to sometimes look to the news for some inspiration for an icebreaker, and uh, KXAN, which I presume is some broadcasting station somewhere in the in the country um posted today about how you could apply now to be a seat filler at the country music awards where when for those of you not familiar familiar seat fillers will sit in seats of people who step out during an award show like to go to the bathroom or to take a phone call so marissa my question to you is if you could be a seat filler at any award show which would it be first of all i just want to let you guys know that um, we got insight into the whole drama of was J-Lo being a bitch to Ben Affleck at, um, was it the Academy Awards, the Grammys? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because a seat filler was near them and was saying that they, and like gave some insight into their back and forth. And though they didn't know what they said entirely, they were like, no, they seemed like they really liked each other and maybe were joking. And we did eventually learn exactly what she said, which I don't know how we learned this, but basically Ben Affleck was like, I'm going to walk out of here if they put us on air. And Jayla was like, you better not. I'll kill you if you try to leave this shot or something. So it was cute. Anyway, that's I digress. I'm just saying sea fillers sometimes give us the goods when it comes to celebrity news. <laughs> okay. Do you and, have an answer first? Apparently Gwen Stefani may be attending the Country Music Awards. So... Uh. She's such, uh, oh my god, I always said something so mean and judgy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm not gonna even say what I was gonna say because it's too mean. Mm-hmm. But she's weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. I mean, the best I can think of without it being like a dog show uh-huh. is the AVNs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that sounds pretty fun, actually. You know, just lots of... Guys, that's a porn awards. The Adult Video Network Awards? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just being around a lot of people who get paid to have sex on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. And just being like... Because there's... there's I, I feel like it would be... What would you call that? Um... It would be so immersive because you're going from not being in that world to boom, right in the middle yeah. of that world. Yeah. <laughs> right in what? the middle of the top of that world. Oh, man. That didn't even occur to me because I forgot that existed, but that is a very tempting answer. Um, I was thinking maybe MTV Music Awards, but no, they used to be really fun. Now, like, who even watches them? Like, maybe back, like, in the 90s, that would be yeah, fun. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, maybe we can let you go back in time. Yeah. If I could go back in time, I would go to the MTV Music Movie Award. Mo- oh, are those two separate awards? They yeah. are. I would go to one of the MTV Awards. Uh, I would not go to the Grammys, because if I go to one place and fucking Beyonce comes fashionably late, I'm going to cause a scene and get kicked out. Bitch, get on time! <laughs> yeah, I can't handle Beyonce anymore. And, um... I know it's not cool to not like Beyonce because now I think like people are coming for full circle and be like, I don't like Beyonce. But you know what? I didn't like Beyonce before everyone did like Beyonce. <laughs> um, I would be, um, I would play rock and jock softball if I could do an MTV thing. 
What does that mean? That was the celebrity softball games they used to have. Oh, I don't remember that. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, I will say, okay, so back in time, an MTV award show. Current times, I'm very tempted between saying the AVN awards and taking your answer because it sounds fun, or... Looks like we know what we're spending our Patreon money on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Um, or I would have to find out how much food and beverages supplied at every award show and go to the one with the most. <laughs> Did you see there was a, uh, an award show recently where there were like charcuterie boards? Like so you, on the tables? Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like meals, but a charcuterie is pretty solid, but it didn't look like anyone was eating the charcuterie board. No, you can't eat at those. Are you kidding but I me? I would. I would. <laughs> They're just out for the seat filler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what was what was that award show that Ben and Jen were in? Do you remember? We got some Golden Globes. We got some Oscars. We got some People's Choice. We got some Guild things. Mm. Oh, I could also go to the Razzies. Do people actually go to those in person? Besides Halle Berry the one time? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, I would I would I would kind of like that yeah and then just like yeah would you be in the audience with nominees or would you be in the audience with people because i wouldn't expect a lot of nominees to attend yeah that's true i'd be like these guys are smug assholes (laughs) (laughs) oh and i just realized i changed my mind no matter how much food or beverage there is i forgot that all those award shows that are like the heavy duty ones have like a billion awards that are given out off screen, which yeah. I don't know if I'd have to sit through them. So no, yeah, I'd say AVN, MTV in the past or the Razzies. What did J Lo say to Ben Affleck at the Grammys? This isn't this isn't a joke, guys. <laughs> or am I supposed to answer? She said, "You better fucking not leave." <laughs> <laughs> did she actually say fucking? That's a husband and wife thing. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, but I got it. I, I I took it like she said that in a, like not in a nope, evil way. Nope, she said it like I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was You listen funny. to me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like J-Lo, but she's bum-bumped up because Beyonce annoys me too much. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. Someone out there has put, like, why do you not like a successful... A successful, in, like like like, talented woman of color? It's not that. It's that I don't like someone who thinks they're, like, above things. Also, she annoyed me, but I didn't dislike her until... Sorry, I was swallowing. Until Tiffany's used her and Jay-Z. Oh, God, that was the... I found that commercial to be utterly disgusting. (laughs) I don't even remember the commercial. I just know there was a huge billboard in Philadelphia. And I was like... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We're all supposed to know he cheated on you, and then we're all supposed to think your relationship goals, and I'm supposed to just like accept that. And she was so singing Moon of- River to him. Oh yeah. So I hate both of them. So it's not just Beyonce. I hate them as a couple by themselves. Anyway, <laughs> let me stop talking about how much I hate them. On the opposite of how I hate Jay Z and Beyonce, I'm gonna tell you something I love. I love podcasts. Uh, guys, I, I listen to podcasts every single day of my life. Uh, most of the people in my life don't really love the podcasts I listen to. Um, whether it be because there are 
way too many unhinged screams in last podcast on the left and sometimes really gruesome details about people having sex with corpses or because they're just full of really grating nonsensical inside jokes from Hollywood, like, for example, Hollywood Handbook, which out of context, and if you... Oh! Wait, what does it say? <laughs> it's uh, it's the Boys Gone Bad Tour. Oh, so The Pacific good. Northwest Tour. It was on sale on their website. <laughs> I love it. Which, by the way, I love Hollywood Handbook. But if you, like, going in... Like, if you... If my fiancé comes in after working, like, mid-episode... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very jarring. And so, yeah. So, generally, I listen to them when I'm alone. Uh, with a few exceptions. My mother, man, I love it. I could get my mother to listen to QAnon Anonymous and the political podcast from the last podcast on the left network. And I never felt so close to someone as having my mother listen to QAnon Anonymous. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, basically, um, even in times when I'm with people all day, so either like if I'm going to visit my family or I'm on vacation with Aaron, uh, I get so much podcast withdrawal that I'll sneak in a few minutes like whenever I can, whether it's when I'm using the bathroom or I'll blast it while I'm in the shower so I can hear it above the water streaming. Uh, or I'll stay up late, put on headphones when they're asleep. Uh, just so I could, like, squeeze in a few minutes of, like, crazy conspiracies from my favorite QAnon Anonymous podcast. Um, part of me feels like podcasts. This is a longer intro than usual, but I'm just saying why I chose this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me feels like podcasts enrich my life. Like, I have a lot of weird facts and interesting uh, topics I can bring up most times when there's nothing to talk about. Uh, and while the many comedy podcasts I listen to don't really give me knowledge, they keep me company. They keep me happy. Mm-hmm. I stay at home a lot because I work from home. So sometimes I just feel like I need some company. Um, well, there are two things that led me to deciding to cover this topic. One, um, my po- partner doesn't listen to podcasts often. But when he does, Pete, I don't know if I told you this. I must have. God bless him. When Aaron listens to podcasts. He listens to them at double speed. Okay. And to this there day... Was an, I don't know about you, listener, but I thought she was going to say Joe Rogan. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> this is like medical stuff. Uh, to this day, I don't understand... I would listen to that at two times. Well, yeah, well, yeah. So I would listen to that at two times. But like, <laughs> I don't even understand why that's an option. Um, when I enter a room, and this is not, I'm not being dramatic, when I enter a room and I hear his podcast going double speed, it sometimes, literally, and this is a problem with me, not with him, makes me nauseous, <laughs> which I think I'm having a problem, because the amount of things that make me nauseous is becoming egregious. It's like anyway. you're marrying a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, if you're, like, trying to find certain information, like, I understand it's like it could be the audio equivalent of skimming a book to find a certain section or fast forwarding a movie to a certain scene. I get that. But I've heard a number of people listen to their podcasts sped up, which I find psychotic. (laughs) I will say in Aaron's case, at least he's listening to like medical podcasts. And I've asked him, why are you doing this? And he said he wants to take in the information faster. He says, you know what? I don't I have guess. to explain myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to understand. You know what? I'll give him a pass on his because he's like, I want to listen about the details, you know, attached to this study quicker. Fine. 
But I'm sure there are people out there that are listening to sped up comedy podcast. Yeah. And if so, I sincerely want you to call call us at five seven zero podwad one and tell me why. Are you listening to us sped up? Because if you are, it might be Marissa at regular speed. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Um, but like, if it's a podcast you're just supposed to enjoy, what are you getting out of it? Sped up. It would make it makes me feel hyper. My mind. I'm going to throw hyper. something out to to help your argument. Yeah. Okay. When okay. I put my lectures online. I tell the students, here's the place where you can listen to them at double speed uh, or one and a half speed or something like that. Okay. Because I know they don't want to listen to them. But if they do, I don't mind that it's at double speed. But that's kind of like the medical stuff like you're talking about. This is something they have to consume. Yeah. It's not something that they're choosing to consume for entertainment value. So, yeah, okay, again, I get it if you're listening to something that it's not for your entertainment. It would be like if you listen to, like, your favorite album on double speed because you just wanted to squeeze it in. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I know there has to be people who just listen to regular one at double speed, and I want to know why. Anyway, the other reason is because the moment I wake up, and I'm I'm not, like, being, like, I'm not, like, exaggerating. The moment I wake up. I put a podcast on. But today, for some reason, I had a song stuck in my head. And I realized I hadn't heard the song in a while. So I was like, let me listen to that in the morning. There was a time where I didn't listen to podcasts the moment I woke up. Mm -hmm. And it was nice. And it made me happy. And I was like, why don't I listen to music anymore? I almost never listen to music. Only maybe when I'm showering. And I've become, like, dependent on podcasts. Um, The thing is, part of me knows why I've replaced podcasts. Uh, it's TMI, but it's because I'm anxious, I'm neurotic, I have OCD, and I'm quite melodramatic. And music tends to put me in like a big mood, whether it's good uh. or whether it's bad. Pete has witnessed that. Mm-hmm. And if it's good, it's like, whoa, it's good. But sometimes it's not good because sometimes I get so overwhelmed by good emotions that it makes me tired. <laughs> And then sometimes I'm overwhelmed by bad emotions, and I don't need to explain that to you. I'm a lot for myself. (laughs) So I have realized that while I do love music, and music has helped me be creative, or it would help me write, or it could lead to many things, but oftentimes it would make me sad or nostalgic. Music could do so many things, and I make myself tired. So (laughs) podcasts emotionally make me less tired and that is why i try to fill most waking moments with them because i don't want to be left with my own thoughts now aaron loves music yeah so like kind of reversing that a bit he listens to music maybe but i think as much as you listen to podcast um maybe maybe not even as much but at least like comparably but the thing is like aaron and this is me putting words in his mouth, but I know that he is less melodramatic and his mind doesn't go to such dark places and he's not so, like, neurotically self-aware. Like, sometimes he'll be like, what are you thinking of? And he'll be like, look at Case, I did at work today. And he's like, what are you thinking of? And I was like, how I'm having an existential crisis, blah, 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 blah. Like, so I feel like he can listen to music. <laughs> anyway. And I but, I mean, he's he's also like, living life at double speed, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I will say when before podcasts, I listened to music a lot, but I also was in my feelings all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. 
And I realized the older you get, the less you have that luxury. Say, okay, let me finally get to the topic itself. This being said, I was like, I realized that I listen to podcasts to run from my own thoughts. But I've also realized that I'm trying to work on creative projects lately, and I'm struggling a little bit. And I'm like, is that because I never fucking let my mind wander and all of my time is spent cramming information into it? Like, are podcasts making me dumb? Like, are they, like, impeding my creativity? What are podcasts doing to me? Let's read. <laughs> what are we doing to you <laughs> Yeah, right what now? are we doing to you? <laughs> um, so, apparently the first podcast, or at least what was officially called the podcast was something called IT Conversation by Doug K. Uh, yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> this was a show that ran from 2003 to 2012. But apparently, which maybe I should have known this, but because I've never listened to this podcast, I didn't know. Uh, apparently, it wasn't until the true crime podcast Serial came out in 2014 that podcast really spiked in popularity. And also, revisionist history, Adam Carolla invented podcasts. What? Is that a thing? Yeah. When? When? I don't know exactly, but um, he did. Okay. Okay, guys. My mistake. Adam Carolla invented podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Serial came out in 2014. I have not listened to Serial. Have you? Yes. I like true crime. I get bored with NPR voice, mm. <laughs> which maybe is making me miss out on good content. Was Serial good? At the time, it was it was very compelling. Like okay. it was um, it was definitely a thing where you would finish. It was like a TV show. You would finish, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't wait until next week's episode." To yeah, see what's going to happen next or whatever. I think I am stubborn. And when people want me to consume more, um, like, more intellectual media, I push back. <laughs> I understand anyway. that. But yeah. I also feel like Serial is a great example of how the true crime genre can be very manipulative. So, mm. Well, that's a whole nother topic. Mm-hmm. But um, So I'm here today to talk to you guys about... <laughs> No. Marissa just so, is just here to set me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be way too long to take this. So okay, so so two years after serial, <clears throat> research in two thousand sixteen showed that more than one third of all Americans had listened to podcasts. And of those who listened to uh, of of those who listened on a weekly basis, thirty six percent listened to them between three and ten hours per week. And a further twelve percent listened to maybe ten hours or more. How much time do you think you spend listening to podcasts? I'm going to say I would be in the 10 hours or more category if we were calling it hearing podcasts. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I fall asleep while a podcast is on, you know, things like that. But But how much more than 10 are you thinking? Oh, um, I don't I don't know exactly. Uh, Let's see. I would say 10 would just be like, the, like you said, the first hour and the last hour of the day. Mm. Uh, that would make up 10 hours right away. So pretty much anything that I listen to by choice in the middle of the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was trying to estimate, but honestly, I, I don't know. And also, I think I didn't want to do a deep 
a deep look at uh, a close look at myself. Yeah, but yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. I would say minimum twenty. <laughs> minimum. Okay. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> so is this bad? And and how much? How many? Just how much do you listen to our podcast? Pete, it's <laughs> us. Why do I need to re-examine myself? <laughs> you psycho. I would like you to listen to the beginning to the beginning of last week's. What do you say? I would like you to listen to the beginning of last week's. Okay, I will say I did listen to, which I super don't listen to my own Patreon content because that's just like wanking off. But when you say you put drops, I listen. So Mm -hmm. that was good with with Gossip Girl. Those were good drops. Thank you, thank you. Um, yes, but okay, beginning of last week's will do. So anyway, so some of us are listening to ten, twenty hours. The person who wrote this one article I was reading in the cut said they listened to about 35 hours a week. And I was like, the oh. fuck? I think there was a time in my life where I did. But I think those are the darkest times where I don't even want to look at anything. But I want to exist in a podcast. I can't. Um, I have I have difficulty because I want to. Like, I'm generally listening yeah. to it. Um and so I, I can't have like a podcast on while I'm working because I don't focus on it the way that I would like to and I miss stuff yeah. and, or I mess up what I'm working on instead. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Music yeah, still has a place in my life. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I didn't listen when I was working also, but there was a, yeah, the whole time I was unemployed, podcasts were like, mm-hmm. fuck, I would freak out if I ran out of podcasts. But anyway, I'm digressing too much. So. A lot of people listen to a lot. Well, not a lot. A lot of people listen to a lot of podcasts. My mom listens to podcasts. Your mom? Yeah. I love that. My parents. She listens to podcasts on the TV. What? (laughs) (laughs) You mean television show? No. Oh. (laughs) There's a podcast that's on YouTube that she can bring up on the TV. (laughs) My parents don't know how to access podcasts. Actually, my cousins who are all like forty. Between 39 and 45, still don't know how to access podcasts. <laughs> anyway, so this leads me to the question, is this bad? Is this good? How should we feel about how much some people are taking in podcasts? Well, let's take a podcast listener named Kara Silverman, a 34-year-old publicist based in Brooklyn, and a podcast devotee. She says she listens to podcasts whenever her brain is not otherwise engaged by work or socializing. Quote, to me, watching TV or YouTube videos is like the media equivalent of junk food. Something I do for mindless entertainment to switch my brain off. What bitch? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, 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 okay. She's (laughs) likening those things to podcasts? What? Wait, what? Is she lumping that stuff in with podcasts? Uh, Or is she saying that's like a lower version and podcasts are... That's a lower version. She's definitely that, yeah. Podcasts <laughs> feel like a way to educate myself, a positive use of my time. So I don't really think about the possibility that I'm spending too long listening. Now, before we go on, I want to say that I find that quote funny um, because I do listen to a few informational podcasts a week. I'm, I'd say there's like... I subscribe to a bunch and I <laughs> listen to maybe one every two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even pretend. I don't even subscribe and pretend to listen to them. I would say... There's, like, three I subscribe to. So I take in, like, a few pieces of informational content a week. But um, a huge chunk of the podcasts I listen to are, like, complete nonsense or just people talking about their day. Or, like, literally. Mm. It's just, like, the 
Seinfelds of podcasts. There's like no, no, no. It's just whatever. So there's this weird assumption with most articles about how do podcasts affect us that most people listening to podcasts are listening to like NPR. Right. And I'm like, fuck you. That's a, I feel like that's probably a very thin slice of the pie. Yeah, exactly. I will say our listener Juan, he listens to a lot of very educational ones. He seems so, he seems so. But like Juan's just a better human than us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, so let's say. Alex is too. And Mike Vinos probably. (laughs) I know. Uh, Probably everybody who listens. (laughs) I gotta say the informational podcast I listen to, I only listen to them. Because they're partially funny. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't listen to any straight up informational. The podcast, the the political one I listen to, I only listen to because it's on the last podcast network. So it's just like it's like if you did not have these caveats, boy, would I not be listening. But anyway, I, I um, I to continue your to continue your digression. Where is it here? I listen to the Science of Birds podcast, and uh, that's not funny. No, it's not. <laughs> and I was like, I that's one of the ones that I skip most weeks. Okay. But once in a while, it, I'll be talking about like a sparrow, and I'll be like, oh, I got to get out on that. <laughs> I like that you subscribe to it, though, yes. <laughs> um, so let's say, for the sake of some information to come, uh, that you are listening to these more quote-unquote elevated podcasts and not just a bunch of people recapping what they did last week. Not a bunch of us. <laughs> yes. So is that actively good for your brain? Uh, well, one thing that can be said is that podcasts, is it good or is it bad? This, point, this doesn't necessarily point to either one, but it is definitely engaging our brains. I mean, that, that should go without saying. Um, in one episode of the podcast Freakonomics, Jack Gallant, a computational and cognitive neuroscientist from UC Berkeley, explains a study he was involved in, where subjects were put in an MRI and played episodes of the Moth Radio Hour. No idea what that is. While scientists observed... You don't know what the Moth is? Uh, oh. It's a storytelling podcast. I've heard of the Moth. I didn't know the Radio Hour and the Moth were the same. Oh. I don't like... Yep, that's fine. Know. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, while well, scientists observe <laughs> the effects on the brain. No one would ever know that we have MFA as a creative writing. I know. They really wouldn't. <laughs> they found that while listening to audio content, the brain is working much harder than scientists had previously assumed. However, it isn't clear whether this increased activity is necessarily good for your brain. <clears throat> so <clears throat> apparently your brain is five times more active when listening to an audio story. Then when listening to, let's say, a list of random facts, the parts of your brain that process sound and language activate, as well as the parts that process sensory information and motor activity. So, for example, when a character in a story walks through a factory, the regions of your brain that process sight, sense and motor activity light up as though you're walking through the factory, too. You're like imagining it. And audio stories are often designed in a way to stress you out. Storytellers use tension to make you mm-hmm. empathize with characters and care about their fates. Your body releases the, horm- <clears throat> the hormones cortisol, dopamine, and oxytocin in response to the ra- rising action, climax, and resolution. Also, your brain must build the imagery of the story just as you do when you read. But the difference is, unlike when you read, you have to like make sh- you have to like your brain needs to keep up with the pace of the show. You're not just like 
slowly kind of like setting the pace with how you read. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is your brain on podcasts. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, I remembered. I, this is, this doesn't matter. This is just a digression again, but I used to listen to This American Life. And then yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, there's another way to do this? Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, like that, that was referring more to like a storytelling type podcast, a scripted podcast, something like that. But even if you're listening to a podcast with a far more casual format, <clears throat> it's likely keeping the brain in a state of heightened concentration. And that definitely differs from music, which, while it may have your attention, can often serve as like a jumping off point for new ideas or make your mind wander. And, you know, if you listen to podcasts or just in general, most of this info shouldn't be like that surprising. So, yeah, so podcasts keep you concentrating and they engage your brain. But duh, and like, so what? Well, (laughs) well said. (laughs) Yes. First off, it's good for your brain to work hard, but it's not so good for your brain to be multitasking. And I think it goes without saying that most people listening to podcasts are like multitasking in some way. Brain need a break. Yeah. Research suggests that multitasking is mentally taxing and performance suffers when people try to do two or more things at once. I would, I agree. And again, as as someone who does this for a living, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're someone who just listens to a podcast without doing anything else, I'm curious. Call us at 570-POD-WOD-WAN. I would say the very least I do is play a phone game or do hula hoop. But I never think I'm just sitting listening to a podcast staring at the wall. I would say it's like doing dishes, cooking food, getting a shower, those kinds of things. I have ruined a recipe because I've listened to a podcast during it. I will say that. I am not good at cooking, so that is not a good thing. Well, that's a different reason. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so juggling multiple tasks is especially damaging when it comes to creative work. But listening to podcasts may slow you down, even if your work isn't mentally demanding. Performance on on purely physical tasks also falters when your brain works hard. For instance, in a study, elite rowers' ability to row on a rowing machine significantly declined when they were asked to perform a mental task at the same time. <clears throat> Another point to bring like up... Like a math problem? I mean, just said mental task, I guess. Okay. Rowing on a rowing machine is really easy, though, so I don't know. Wow. Another point to bring up is the fact that while you may be listening to an educational podcast... If you're just fucking like mainlining educational podcasts all day, you're probably not giving your brain time to actually absorb the information. And so, if you're fucking while listening to an educational podcast, one of them is going to suffer. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Quote, consuming information is just the beginning. Our minds need time to absorb and synthesize that information. To critically examine it, says Michael Grabowski, a professor of communication at Manhattan College in New York, who specializes in neuroscience and the human brain. Quote, that's something that we do in silence by actively disengaging from digital technology and focusing on the physical world around us. So research suggests that the entire activity becomes less informative if you just never give yourself any time to let the info sink in. Grabowski goes on to say, we need to be able to let our mind wander without consuming content in order to be able to absorb the data, turn it into information, then knowledge, and finally wisdom. Each stage of that process requires time for evaluation. 
So if you're just listening to like the dollar, this American life, uh, God, I can't even think of enough educational podcasts. The cut has one. Oh, oh, really? Ooh, I should maybe listen to that. The cut, the cut is pretty good. I will say the cut is a big source of information here. Let's see. Let's see here. I got, um, yeah, the science of birds, uh, What's Next to be Determined, a Slate podcast, Mm. The Daily Zeitgeist, which is, I guess, more entertaining. Okay, I guess I couldn't help as much as I thought I could. (laughs) Um, So what Grabowski says leads into another important point, which is just plainly, humans need silence. Research has suggested that silence is beneficial to cell development in the hippocampus, which is the brain region central to the memory, emotion, and the nervous system. This is why people who live in cities are crazy. (laughs) You know what? That could very well be true. Uh, While these studies don't specifically look at the difference between, like, white noise, music, and spoken content, um, apparently filling our minds with audio information could be just as problematic as spending every waking hour consuming, like, any other type of media. So it's not necessarily true that, like, TV is, like, the lesser form in terms of how it affects our brains. Um, In a study of mice, two hours of silence per day increased the growth of new functioning neurons in the hippocampus, the part of the brain, like I said, the part of the brain related to senses and memory function. Uh, Someone's name, who I can't pronounce, M.K. Kirstey, I don't know. Great. Uh, a researcher suggested that silence may someday be used to treat conditions such as dementia and depression if the same results are found in humans. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Imagine that. Is, I'm sorry, honey. I have to go to silence therapy. <laughs> oh, this is so nice. It's so quiet. Um, plus, it's not just silence that's beneficial for the brain. It's rest. Like we said, like you can't just like fucking give your brain a billion tasks be multitasking all the time it you guys have no idea how hard i value these two things <laughs> <laughs> well, i need to learn to be silent more often i used yeah, to shut up <laughs> no i used to all the time i used to like sketch i used to write stories and now i just like i'm so hyper anyway <clears throat> downtime replenishes the brain's ability to focus and be creative See, dumber, so that's why you're struggling. It's essential for thinking deeply, performing well, and creating lasting memories. Guys, I'm just living my life trying to stop thinking deeply. <laughs> it's true. It depends on what those thoughts are. They didn't write that at the beginning of the article, but they should have. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so on the flip side, there is a doctor called Dr. Deve Schlossman. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's- Probably a better way to say that. Hey, call in the Schloss man. <laughs> He's a practicing psychiatrist and an assistant professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. And he says that he believes the benefits of podcasts still likely outweigh the potential negatives. <clears throat> Saying, quote, some people do better with constant background stimu- stimuli, while for other people it can be a cognitive hindrance. Sure. But there's a very important social benefit, too. When it comes to the hugely popular podcasts, such as Serial or S-Town, no idea what S-Town is, uh, the water cooler effect comes into play. So meaning, you know, the shared experience of listening to these popular podcasts encourages discussion, social interaction. And in this process, it might help people, you know, further develop and consider their ideas. That's but, why that's why our Patreon is so active with our <laughs> fans. Oh, Yes. 
But if you're like me and you listen to QAnon Anonymous, which when you say that name, people think you are yeah. like becoming red pilled and becoming QAnon, you have no one to talk to and you feel crazy. <laughs> anyway, even though Dr. Schlossman, I, I know it's not Schlossman, but I can't say yeah, it otherwise. It you know, Dr. Schlossman seemed to find podcasts to be beneficial overall. He does encourage balance. But how does one find balance? Well, perhaps with the buzzworthy concept that I hate when my therapist mentioned mindfulness. Now, Dr. Yeah. Schlossman goes on to explain mindfulness in a way that makes me hate it less than when other people mention it. Um, when people mention mindfulness to me and how I should bring it into my life, it usually involves meditation, to which I say, shut the fuck up. No fucking way. I'm not even trying this. Shut up. <laughs> I am hyper, and it's who I am, and I'm not going to fight it. <laughs> anyway, Schlazman says, quote, the idea of mindfulness has become hugely popular, and there is validity to it, he said. We can see psycho oh, physiological benefits, such as decreased depression and anxiety and increasing immune response. But it can be oversimplified, which I think is the problem when people give it to me. Mm -hmm. uh, we all require time to get our thoughts together, but it doesn't necessarily need to be an hour of intense meditation every day. It's enough to simply sit quietly for 10 minutes enjoying a cup of coffee. <clears throat> so even with the guy who's all like, yay, podcasts, you know, he thinks you got to chill and have some silence every once in a while. Yeah. So. I will say at the end of this research, I discovered what I assumed I would, which is that podcasts can be enriching, but you should listen to them in moderation as with most things in lives, mm -hmm. in lives, in life, in all the lives you lead. <laughs> um, sometimes, sometimes I see the benefits of podcasts, you know, they can lift my mood when I'm very down or thank God there are two political podcasts that entertain me. Otherwise I wouldn't know what was happening in the world ever since I decided to stop watching TV news and I stopped looking at the New York times every morning. Uh, I don't know why I made that choice, but I think that has caused me to not know what's happening. <laughs> anyway, but boy, am I a little bit happier. Um, but anyway, but as a creative person who makes art and writes for a living, I'm, uh, I'm not doing myself any papers by listening to someone talk from morning until night. I'm sad, but I've realized that I'm not doing myself favors. And I have to be alone with my terrifying thoughts, at least for a little bit every day. And if you have a problem like me and you're addicted to podcasts, uh, I encourage you to also try to force yourself to at least 10 minutes a day sit with your horrifying thoughts. <laughs> Uh, Pete, any thoughts? You know, yeah, I think, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah. The, uh, and the truth is, yeah, it is, it is kind of, uh, the mindfulness thing is, <clears throat> before the show, Marissa was exercising, which is why she's <laughs> trying to clear her throat. Yeah, I'm in a bad way. <laughs> and, uh, and is podcasting essentially laying down. <laughs> Oh, no, I sat up now. Mindfulness is just as exhausting at times. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the truth is, you're kind of like, I thought this was supposed to be relaxing, but... Yeah, exactly. But thinking of the things that you're thinking of, 
you know, yeah, it can be a little. So maybe prompt yourself to think of good things. Yeah. And just a reminder, even if you are listening to the quote-unquote educational podcasts, you still need a break. You need a break to think about what you just took in. You are not, like, like in reality, when Neo absorbed all of Kung Fu in the <laughs> yeah. Matrix yeah. in an instant, mm-hmm. he should have puked. <laughs> yeah, he should have become nauseous. Na- because... Na- like when I see someone listening to a podcast double speed. Yeah. Because it's too much at once. And yeah. uh and then for for them to fight right after that hardly seems fair. Anyway, what I'm saying is yeah, it, I'm with you, Marissa. It is important. But that said, we think you should continue listening to our podcast listen Only ours, yeah. Yeah. But just make <laughs> sure you're not cramming ours in between like ten other ones. Uh, yeah, so that, that's it. I know it's a bit of a, a simple topic, but honestly, I don't, I'm sure that people can realize like, oh, I probably shouldn't listen this morning till night, but like, why? I, I do think that information did need to be examined a little bit. So I hope you guys learned something. And like you said, with everything, moderation is of course the key. And so, um, I think that I have headphones in for too much of the day, for sure. Mm. But it's not always podcast, so. What else is it? Porno? Yeah, a lot of porno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While I'm at work, people come in and I got headphones in and I'm just like, God, I'm on porno. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come yeah. back later. <laughs> uh, see, I don't like wearing headphones and I, Aaron, I just come down, podcast a blazing, and then Aaron puts in headphones. God bless him. So. Plugs. So with that said, do you have any podcasts you want to plug? Mm, you want to go first if you have an idea first? I don't have any podcasts <laughs> I wanted to plug, but oh. uh, I, I, I wanted to plug two things for you, Marissa. Ooh, what? Um. I've been exploring comic books a bit. Okay. I found two series. Both of them made me go, oh, Marissa would love Ooh, this. What? First one's called Plush. Okay. Uh, they're both from Image Comics, and so okay. they're kind of like a little more independent, and they also, like the money goes to the people who made them, so that's okay. fun. But uh, one is called Plush, and it's about a guy who gets dumped and in order to sort of like get his friend out of the funk, his roommate says, Hey, you're coming with me to the furry convention. Oh, I was hoping this is where this is going. <laughs> you can borrow my spare suit. So at the furry convention, he happens upon other furries who are eating a human being. <laughs> oh no. And he gets sucked into the world of cannibal furries. Oh God. Is it? Oh, I got to read this. And then there's another one called nightclub. Before and, you go into that, do you have yeah. paper paper copies or digital? Digital. Oh, okay. I but maybe when it could, you know is is put into a treat paperback, it will oh, show okay. up at your home. Ooh. <laughs> but That's um. Okay. There's another one called Nightclub. Night spelled like it's dark outside. Okay. <laughs> um, club like clubbing. 
A seal. I was like, what other way is it to spell <laughs> night? My God, I'm becoming stupid. And this one, the two words would be luchador vampires. <laughs> what? But it's about a guy who um, is bitten by a vampire. He gets all sort of vamp- vampire powers. Uh, but in order to stay anonymous and also cover his skin so that he can go out in the day, mm-hmm. he wears a luchador mask. Okay, and then kind of funny. he has two friends and he's like, hey, you guys want to be vampires too? <laughs> <laughs> so then he makes them vampires and now wow. they're like a super squad of people. Uh, wearing luchador masks and fighting crime and stuff. So there's no way they really thought through what comes with a more immortal life. There's no way they thought that through. No, no, I, that's <laughs> kind of a funny aspect of it to me. Okay. Um, but I think that one's half about halfway through the series. Okay. So that sounds fun. Yeah, there's fun um, stuff out there that's not affiliated with, um, you know, like the big comic book companies and. It's kind of like an independent studio for a movie, you know. Like that's usually where some fresh new ideas have a, a an op an, an option. No, have the ability to sort of rise to the surface. Yeah, Image Comics is awesome. I don't know if I've ever mentioned to you guys before that I fucking love a comic book series called Snot Girl, and that's published by Image too. Image has some really good, really like out there but like well written titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I will plug. I didn't have anything ready. I forgot to have something ready. Uh, if I'm plugging podcasts, I mean, my favorite podcast in the whole world is a toss-up between Last Podcast and the Left. And, and Bitch Anonymous. Sesh. Oh, okay, <laughs> I do okay. Bitch Sesh, but no. Uh, <laughs> because Bitch Sesh used to talk about shows I was watching, but now I don't watch The Real Housewives. That universe has gotten too big for you to consume all of that so and I listen to, to a podcast. <laughs> exactly. And I only used to watch Real Housewives of New York, and they don't make that anymore. Um, but anyway, so my, it's a toss up between Last Podcast on the List and QAnon Anonymous. So I will, please, someone just try to watch QAnon Anonymous so I could talk to someone, please. Mm-hmm. Juan, I feel like you would appreciate it. It's educational, it's not comedy. They, if you're I'm looking sorry. to make a connection with Marissa, you listen to QAnon Anonymous, slide into her DMs. Yeah. And I guess that's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> It, let me sell it to you. It's not, again, it's not pro-QAnon. Yeah. It is people who do in-depth research on all the things that are happening with, like, the far-right QAnon and just general conspiracy theories. And it's and it's, it's not a comedy podcast, but some of the hosts are a little bit flippant. So, like, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't, like, really, really, like, dour tones. But, like, yeah, so sometimes it's a little, they can laugh at things, but it's not a comedy podcast. But... It's very fascinating. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just, I'll just plug that. I will also say, I think I'm allowed, yeah, I'm allowed to announce this. I don't have the details yet because it's not out yet. But I did mention, right, that our, our listener, Mike Stinton, made a graphic novel and it's getting published? No, I don't think so. Yeah, he did. He wrote it and he partnered with an artist and, um, I read it. It's fantastic. Not to say that I was like, ah, oh, I didn't expect it to be good, but you know, like you read something for your friends and you don't know what to expect. But it, yeah. I, um, I got teary eyed, and Pete and only Pete would know that sometimes I get teary eyed very easily at weird things. But um, no, it was it was emotional. It was very well written. Um, so I'm excited to finally it, announce when um, it comes out. Is it spooky like some of the things Michael has shared with us in the past? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it deals with werewolves. All right. It's 
but it's not like it's not like hard horror. It's like it, it's unique. It's uh, but uh, when it comes out, I'll be sure to promote it. But I just want to say, congrats to him, and it's exciting to see our our listeners. It's amazing, you know, like we've raised these listeners so well, and to see them <laughs> succeed is yeah. is great. <laughs> Are <laughs> uh, their successes are our success? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, if you have successes you want us to share, like found parents, call us at five seven zero pod one one. Also, if you have any tips for how I could get in shape without having to exert myself too much, <laughs> <laughs> call me at five seven zero pod one one. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I'm getting married, I gotta be skinny. I just want to not fall asleep halfway through my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I, need- I feel the same way where it's like I want to be comfortable going for a walk that's maybe like an hour long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to not be winded. I want to just maintain my weight. I don't want to go anyway. I just want to be who I am. And I if also that wedding like- dress is too big or too small, your mother is going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, you could also slide into my DMs at Rest Vandal, or you can email us at shout at yallheard.me. Oh, Pete, um, when is our Patreon video content going up? Yesterday. All right. If you, I think only Cassie wants this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you, like Cassie, wanted us to try Pilk, which is Pepsi and milk combined. That video content is up on the Patreon now. So, so and we did Coca Cola Ilk. Yeah, Coke, Coke Ilk. And I, I, yeah, oh, something. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, uh, for as low as one dollar a month, you can get that and other fun Patreon shows that Marissa and I work on. um, You know, during the week independently because we're both far too busy to do it yeah. all together <laughs> and, you, and you will say hey where are those packages you owe me marissa i will say in the midst of me making the packages we got another patreon subscriber so now i'm trying to figure <laughs> out how to give that subscriber stuff so it's coming i am just trying to give people an equal amount of things and i didn't see another subscriber coming <laughs> so, so marissa's got to go back to her rental office uh and pick up some extra deodorants <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what her rental office is giving out for Easter. Yep. Yep. Uh, only if you're a man, <laughs> not if you're a woman. Yes, guys. My rental office had very gendered Easter treats for people. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, and um, goodbye. Bye. Hi. Hi.